Hey, dads and other listeners. Do you like beef jerky? Of course you do. And the best beef jerky around is Side Project Jerky. Right now, you can get free shipping with code DADDRINKING at SideProjectJerky.com. Order now! Welcome to episode 16 of Dad Drinking. I'm Marcos. And I'm Jim. And we've been dad since... 09. Oh my god, that's such a long fucking time. Whoa! Holy shit. Anywho, uh, we're, we're, we're three weeks strong now, yeah? That's amazing. We've done three straight weeks of podcasts. Oh my god. Not that anyone's listening. No, no. We've got like, what, 50? I think maybe 100. Maybe 12. It's cool. <laughs> Anywho. Maybe 1,000? 12,000? For all you five out there. We are fucking stoked and honored to have Jason Varney in the podcast studio today. Woo! Jason, how are you? I'm here. I'm good. Yeah? Have you been a dad? I am a dad. <laughs> yeah. No, have you been a dad? And how long have you been that? <laughs> I have been a dad. Um, I've been a dad since 16. Since 16? Back in uh, 20 months now. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Good That's stuff. Good. That's good. Uh, how are you feeling? Love it. Yeah, you're not Dad tired. Dad life is good. Yeah. Yeah. No, not tired. That's excellent. Embracing every moment of it. Did you... We got, we got to start over. <laughs> Why? This is so good. Is it... Do you just want to keep going? Yeah. All right, we'll keep going. Fuck it. We'll keep going. Fuck it. <laughs> So, so, but Jason's also a dad of a new exhibit, right, Marcos? That's correct, yes. Did you see this exhibit? I went and saw it today, actually. Nice. Yeah, but what Thank is this you, exhibit dude. of? So, it's uh, Selected Works. Okay. Um, so, Jason Varney is a Drexel alum. That's right. Go Dragons. Go Dragons, yeah. Go Dragons. Woo-hoo. Jinx. All right, now you can't talk until I say Fuck. your name. Jason Varney, you can talk again. <laughs> Go Dragons. <laughs> Go Dragons. <laughs> So, so Jason's got actually some fucking sick works up at the Paul Peck Gallery. That's right. Uh, in is, he, is he a watercolorist or what is he? Paul Peck? No. Jason? Jason's yes. a photographer. There you go. Okay. Yes. I don't think the crowd knows that yet. I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. He uh, actually makes amazing use of natural light. Um, and all of his photos are actually super reminiscent of Dutch Masters, which is amazing that you can use the photography medium to, to look like a painting. I agree. Um, it's it's brilliant. It's it's mind blowing. I was there by myself today, um, and it was a very calming, and just kind of just you were special. there by yourself because you didn't invite me. Well, you were doing lawyerly shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would have tried if I had known in advance. I hey Jim, want to go see Jason schedule. Barney's exhibit? Yeah. Uh, sorry, bro, got to work. <laughs> I'm looking at contracts. <laughs> hey, let's get back to our guest, dude. Stop yeah. being jealous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That I have work <laughs> flexibility. Sorry, man. So, so Jason, tell us a little bit about the exhibit and how it came to be. Yeah, so um, this Paul Peck gallery just got taken over by the Drexel Photo Department, and uh, I'm an alum there, as we mentioned. Um, so they decided, what not, why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> why not? Should we mention that, like, <laughs> we've had... I brought two, two bottles of this fish house punch, <laughs> and one is gone right so, now. So this episode, we should, we should episode sixteen, that, episode sixteen is bought, brought to you by Fish House Punch. Yes, it is like a punch in the damn face, as you guys can tell. It's a likely. punch in the face. It's a punch in the dick. It's a kick in the shins. Yes, it is. It is all of the above. It's yeah. amazing. So just so just muddle through with us as as yeah. Jason muddled. Yeah. The lemon and the with sugar, the demerara yeah. sugar, with very good care. Yes, please bear with us. Yeah, tonight is a very special <laughs> night. We are going up on a Tuesday <laughs> once more. So, so getting back to Jason, our guest. So, Jason is a photographer. Um, studied photography in college. Yes, I did. Yeah, I grew up the son of a photographer. Oh, I oh, didn't wow. know. That. I yeah, did not know that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. My dad was a photographer. He owned a commercial lab, and uh, I kind of spent some time in the dark room as a kid doing stuff with dad and you know he was very technical you know i got my creativity um i think maybe more from my mom's side and uh so you were half man of science half man of art yeah and i think that's that cool. that's that's what's great about photography it's a very left and right brained medium um but you know i used to go to the lab with my dad and 
you know, make work and spend a morning making prints and stuff like that. And then, you know, I thought this was a very, like, technical trade. And then when you get into high school, you start getting introduced to the arts. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know, realized I was not good at painting or drawing, but I was... Pretty, Still wanted to like yes, be creative. Yeah, or exactly. Have a creative and I already career. had some technical competency and uh, picked up a camera and kind of took things from there. That's uh, sick. So, so now you graduated in 01? 01. So that was kind of yeah. film was kind of going the way yeah, of the buffalo yeah, and definitely, digital definitely. was coming up. So, yeah. do you did you see that as like an opportunity to be like I'm going to capitalize on this new this a new little shit, bit or... a little bit like I think I definitely you know. The learning curve of of making good images is greatly improved by using digital. I mean, yeah. just the time, you know, you go out and you shoot a roll of film, you get it processed, you know, it could take a day or two before you, you know, make a contact sheet and see what you even got, you know, yeah. versus the instantaneous result of digital, you know, so you're learning at an exponential rate on, on the kind of corrections you want to make as an image maker and digital yes like, so like everything's a, a surprise like, yeah like you're not worried about like what's going to show up. now yeah. you're worried about what's going to show up on social media tomorrow sure after too many fish house punches maybe maybe but but <laughs> for like, sure yeah but before like it really was like it was a total labor of love like recording like i mean you know if, if we were recording this podcast on tape i mean i wouldn't do it because i'm lazy as shit yeah yeah, it's no. really it's really tough. Yeah, I mean, I still love everything about the process of, of making pictures and what goes into it, even though, you know, there is an instantaneous thing that happens with right. digital. But, um, yeah, I well, mean... I guess that's kind of a... I guess would be a differentiator, right? I mean, like, you, you really understand, like, that it's it's not just, like, a disposable sort of medium. Like, there's, there's so much behind it, even though it is a little bit more instantaneous now. Totally, totally. Totally. I mean, for me, what I love about it is the problem solving and using natural light. I mean, I go into different spaces every day. I shoot different subject matter. A lot of my work is like in restaurants on location. So, you know, it's a matter of working with that light or shooting in my studio and making that light work. Or Now, do you, you know. bring like, do you, do you supplement the natural light with light or you, you go in? Almost and, like, never. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So like, do you have just monster lenses like with the big like what i've got it? some monster lenses yeah or... with the f-stops yeah yeah there's definitely <laughs> the those. aperture yeah. like yeah, yeah, wide yeah. open yeah for sure for sure i mean right now i use my my main lens that i use is a tilt shift lens which has the properties of a four by five view camera okay which is pretty old school tech you know so yeah. i can tilt and shift the lens to sort of accommodate different focal planes All sorry right. if we're getting techie no no that yeah, listen, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I would imagine there's, that there's lots of listeners that are really into <laughs> the technical details of photography so so yeah. i would i would definitely imagine that there's a lot of dads out there like myself that, that love to dabble in amateur photography especially yeah once you had these beautiful children you were showing yeah. us pictures of your daughter right mm -hmm. and you the pride was evident yeah yeah with just every finger swipe of the iphone totally screen. totally and um i think that people really do i mean i bought a uh what is it called dslr, DSLR yeah uh, when when my child was fancy born. yeah and and we all did <laughs> yeah everyone did not everyone not like non-professional photographers like every single dad like totally like the moms they nest yeah yeah the dads they geared yeah, yeah totally so I like I, an, when i was I like dad nesting i was fucking reaching out to people what's the best dad gear i need you know whatever <laughs> you know for sure i so mean what did they recommend the best Sensible piece of shoes. dad gear i got i think was this like osprey backpack oh it's it's fucking badass yeah, yeah. it's like what they use for mountain yeah. biking and stuff i don't know if it's from i mean it's probably it the like same company in it or no uh you i think you can put fluids yeah, in it but it's thought, like a yeah. full-on like child carrier oh it's yeah yeah okay All yeah right. no yeah it's for the kid for for lugging the kid around so it's not for the, the <laughs> for kid sure. the kid accoutrement it's for no, the no, actual it's for the kid, kid. Was yeah. it was totally accoutrement yeah yeah, yeah. no so, no yeah so i have a question for you <clears throat> sure, okay. sure. Yeah. so my i'm very interested in man of science man of art yeah yeah thing uh and i find that you do a lot of like food and, and drink photography totally, right? totally yeah. which is interesting to me because i find food composition and, and drink composition to kind of be a blend also of science and art 
right? Definitely. So do you, do you feel like there is some natural affinity that you have toward that, or did it just grow organically? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't set out to be a food photographer. Originally, I started shooting, like, fashion and bands, and... Um, bands are cooler than, like, a hamburger, man. Yeah, they're cooler, <laughs> but, like, I realized I wasn't going to get in GQ shooting a band. Yeah. But... I could get in GQ shooting a restaurant, and that's happened, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I sort of, like, tailored my work, and I still, I mean, it's not like I don't like shooting food or didn't like shooting food. I've always gravitated towards still life work. I, I love it. Um, but, yeah, I just sort of tailored my work to sort of fit my goals a bit, you know? But um, in terms of, like, you know, that kind of subject matter versus whatever, the plating of food, it's, to me, it's just, like, all arranging shapes and making things feel good beautiful and you know artful together um on the back burner of that is always like making people want to eat you know yeah. it's like i was gonna ask yeah. you that. so when you shoot drinks do you yeah. think i'd love to try this yeah oh god yeah for sure yeah. and i mean like before i started shooting food i was a super picky eater and then i just realized like you know the right chef can prepare anything to be amazing, you know, and it seems for cocktails or whatever, you know? Basically, that's the art side of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the art side of it. You know, it's about sort of, like, inspiring someone to eat, you know, or, or inspiring someone to want to eat, yeah. So, so we do a thing here on this show um, where we... You haven't been here before, but we always ask, what's the best thing that we drank or... Right. Speaking of being convinced to drink something yeah, yeah, or... Yeah. or you know, what what you've been drinking lately. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I ask you, Jason Varney, what's the best Oof. thing you've you've consumed alcoholically recently? Yeah, I gotta say it's kind of a simple one. I mean, okay. um, I'm a uh, I'm a local guy. One of my favorite spots of all time is McNally's Tavern in Chestnut Hill. Love nice. McNally's. And um, Craig, the bartender there, I mean he's not the guy who's gonna make some fancy you know, beautifully garnished drink or, or, or whatever, you know. Does he muddle? I don't think he muddles. Have no, answer. I don't think you're going to get a muddle drink. The cocktail yeah. culture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's more like the kind of drink that if, if the recipe is in the name, you're, you're golden, you know. Yeah. And uh, Craig makes a stiff drink, and, and my go-to drink there is a Jack and Coke. And, I mean, I was just there last week, and, I mean, it was I had two Craigs, and I was done for. <laughs> we, call, we call them Craigs because, I mean, that's what it is. It's Craig. You can't, you can't fuck so with Craig do, drinks. Do you go with the actual regular Coke? Because most dads these days, I feel like, are, are, Diet Coke? are dieting. What? Yeah. No. Well, if fuck you're going that. to McNally's. No, no, at McNally's, no, you don't no. diet. I mean, you're, you're having you're a no. Schmitter. Yeah, I've never, getting... I've proudly never had a Jack and Diet Coke in my life. That's amazing. <laughs> I, used to, I used to do rum and diets. Yeah. You know what? Like, I, I listen keto, low low carb lifestyle. Or you're saying I, recently you've done? I, this. I lost I lost heaps of weight. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. this is no. I, no. This is like I, early aughts. This would be early aughts, or actually yeah. late mid mid to late aughts. Mid to late aughts. Yeah, okay. mid to late aughts. That, that's when the the whole South Beach thing really really blossomed. Oh right? my God, dude! I was I was so beautiful. Me too. I was a specimen. I had I had I lost a lot of weight, and I also had a beautiful like soccer player mullet haircut. Like this, that was really wow. cool back then too. I yeah like I, I, had, I had like the yeah. faux hawk thing yeah. going. On. I didn't have the faux hawk. I just had like the longer hair in the back. Yeah. Yeah. If it you was... could do it, I say do it. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, honestly, like <laughs> that's like. Hair's red. Yeah, I've been losing my hair since I was like 18, so fuck you guys. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah. Have your yeah, fucking well, I've, I've never Do taken it. a good picture yeah. for the past, since I was 18, I'm 39 now. Cool. And you've taken Deal. fucking heaps of beautiful pictures, so no, that's cool. you know what? I'd, maybe I'd rather be bald and take good fucking pictures. You've got some good stuff going for you, Varney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Cool. You guys should really go check out this exhibit at yeah. the gallery. Oh, thanks, um, so we talked about the best thing that Jason drank. What was the best yeah. thing you drank as you chug your... Fish house punch. Yeah, don't 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 spoil the. Don't oh, sorry. Well, we've talked. Yeah. To, what was the best thing you drank? All right. Talk to me. So so I had the opportunity to go to Houston for work late last week, which was not my preference. Yeah. But my opportunity was mandatory, and um, but I re I got a chance to go to Cultivare, which okay. is a restaurant in the Heights in Houston. It is um, run by Ryan Para. Okay. He is the uh, chef. The um, Beverage director slash alcohol warlock is named Morgan Weber, and he made some 
awesome drinks, or he designed some awesome drinks that his uh, hourly workers, yeah, his hourly workers made on behalf of him and for me that night. I, I would say the best that I drank was uh, a drink called Fernet and Friends. It was Ooh. Fernet Amaro. I, I think it was on the sweeter side, like a Ramazzotti or maybe a Montenegro. Okay. Um, okay. With gin, black tea, and lemon. All right. It was amazing. It was served in your favorite glassware, the Mini Coupe. The Mini Coupe. Yeah. And it had this beautiful, <laughs> deep plum color. Okay. Um, and it, it was so tasty. It had the perfect balance of booziness with a little sweet and a bitter finish. The Fernet finish. Yeah, I love the, I love the yeah. Fernet finish. The Fernet finish is great. Jason, what, what's your, what are your thoughts on Fernet? Love it. Love so it. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hipster Jaeger, but I, sure. I literally could just drink it until the cows come home. It was really good. I, I also had, because they have a the very extensive cocktail list there, I, I want to tell the people yeah. about something very interesting I had, but it wasn't good. It was a little too sweet for me at the end of the day. Okay. But it was called the uh, the Kernel of Truth. Um, it was it was composed of corn milk, which I didn't know existed. I didn't know corn lactate. Well, you can milk anything, even though you're not really <laughs> milking it, right? I mean, almond milk. So right. so right right so so basically I asked the bartender what this drink had, what was corn milk but let me just tell people real quick corn milk rye whiskey <laughs> pineapple rum and lime okay and in the middle of the drink it was very frothy uh, yellowy like opaque so a shaker drink yeah and it yes it was a shaker drink for sure and it had a burnt semi burnt corn husk as the garnish. Oh. Which gave it an amazing nose. It, it came in almost like a. Um, I love the smell of burnt corn. I do too. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll hook up the elote a lot during. Do it. Yeah. The, re the really interesting thing was it was it was kind of like the elote smell, but very sweet drink. Okay. And the corn milk was actually just pressed corn juice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed with almond milk. Yeah. And so it wasn't really a lactation situation. So the, um, <laughs> like that. So that's that's a that's actually adjacent. To yeah. the best thing I drank. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a very smooth transition. Since last I, week, I get the transition. Open up bottle. Oh no! <laughs> oh, All right, <laughs> guys. From so, this point forward, whatever Varney no says. No guarantees. Yeah. Right. No guarantees on the rest of this Shit. recording. So, uh, so I was at Brewery R's. Which uh, right, which you had a, a tasting for Cyberjerky, or our sponsor, our, spo our sponsor did a uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. We did a no sample. way affiliated with this podcast. Yeah, we other just, than the sponsorship, I just own it, and they sponsor it. <laughs> so, so we did. Uh, yeah, so so Side Project Jerky was at Brewery Ours. I happened to be there, running the tasting or the sampling, and uh, I got to agree with uh, former guest Drew Laser. That their beers are fucking peerless. Like they're super, super good. I saw um, on on uh, social media at Fidel Gastro yeah. that you had a juicy haze bomb. I did. Yeah, yeah, I had a hazy juice bomb. That too. Um, yeah. But uh, where I is had, this place? Uh, it's uh, West Pass Yunk. Oh, it's on the Andrew Ridgely side uh, of Pass Yunk Ave. But it's crazy. Like it's in a garage. Like it's like just just north of Broad. Maybe like 17th, 18th Street, something like that. Um, so, so they had me there to to just basically sample and sell jerky, um, and they fed me a bunch of beers. One of which was a smoked corn saison. Really? Yeah, it was called street corn. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was really good. Um, they knew their audience too. Yeah, and it That's had all you. a. Uh, so it was you know, saisony, but then like at the end it had this like sweet corn like smoky corn finish actually like a little sweet a little smoky but i think i really enjoyed better than that was the broga beer which was in cans um because it was a hazy juice bomb nice yeah so i don't know i, I i'm you still mean stuck a juicy on haze bomb yeah juicy haze bomb either way <laughs> Shit. Whatever works. Man. Yeah, that sounds way. delicious. I, I it was love, good. It was they, good. We should we should do a dad drinking field trip to brewery. I would love we really that. should. You want to come, Jason? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Please. Excellent. Um, so so let's transition a little bit to what we're drinking today and what's Absolutely, causing this yeah. this mayhem on on the mics. Um, we decided. Well, no, we did not. Jason, our esteemed guest, decided that he would uh, set the menu. Yes, we always let the guests pick the cocktail. Correct. Right. So this is our third guest. 
right, Marcos? Yeah, third guest. Yeah, third guest. And um, lucky, lucky number three. Lucky third number time's three. the charm. The Allen Iverson of guests. Jason Varney picked <laughs> the answer. <laughs> <laughs> he picked the Fish House Punch, which, which, much to my um, enjoyment, has a rich, rich history dating back to George Washington's days. But before we get into that, Jason, would you mind telling us a little bit about the drink? Sure. Why you love it and what the recipe is. Yeah. So I came upon this drink because um, I was hosting Thanksgiving for the first time. My wife's family, I think we had 18 in the house. Wow. And I knew there's some drinkers on that side of the family and uh, needed something that might be like a nice a nice pre-batch thing that, that could sit around on the table. You know, people would try it, just put a bottle out and see what happens. And I reached out to uh, my pal, Tanaya Darlington, um, Andre and Tanaya, who I work with a lot, their brother and sister duo. Um, we did two books together. And this. I was going to say, that's a great artist name. Both of those names are yeah, great yeah. artist names. They're meant to Andre be writers, for sure. Are like, for sure. It's like the perfect, they don't even need a statement. No, is that's Madame Fromage, correct? That's correct. Oh, wow. Yeah, she knows. On social media, uh, yeah. So she, um, she was one of the early food bloggers. Like I For remember sure, her yeah. from like, you know, my my time in 08 when I was Williamsburg when days. I was on. No, this was Philly. She's oh, yeah, really? Philly, Philly born and bred, and she's yeah. or maybe not born. No, but. no, she she's a transplant from Wisconsin. Of and course, it's yeah. the cheese. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> she she uh, sort of fell in love with Debrinos, and and it all kind of stemmed from there. But uh, yeah, we did the De Bruno's brothers, De Bruno brothers book. And oh, did then, you uh, shoot that one too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just bought that for my lovely wife. It's a good gift. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we did this other book, the new cocktail hour, which they did. And I wrote to her and I was like, "Hey, I need this. I need a drink. You know, what can I do? That's something that could be fun for this Thanksgiving, whatever. You know, you can pre-batch it and kind of put it out and see what's what." And she's like. We didn't shoot it, but the Philadelphia Fish House Punch should be in there. Um, and you should try it. So I checked out the recipe, which was very interesting. And also, I mean, it's a good it's a good summer thing, but definitely got a little autumnal notes in there, for yeah, sure. I would say so. Yeah, I think, I think you can do this for at least half a year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, what goes into it is basically a bottle of spiced rum. Tonight I used Cellar Jerry. That's a 750 milliliter bottle. We use a, a cup and a half of brandy. I used E&J, another one of my clients. That's a, is that a straight brandy or a peach brandy? Uh, that's the straight brandy. Okay. You add a, a few shots of uh, peach brandy, too. Okay. Um, three peels of lemon that you muddle with demerara sugar. And uh, How do you do that? You take... Uh, three quarters of a cup of sugar, just put it in a pan or something like that, or a bowl, just muddle them together, leave it out on the counter for about an hour, and okay. sort of the acidic properties with the sugar just turn it into this beautiful slush. So it's uh, it's the it's the M&M, it's the muddle and macerate, right? Muddle and macerate, so exactly. So fucking sugar soak into those lemon so, peels. So, so, so a lot of the non, the dads that are non-chef, non-artist listeners... Yeah, need need these types of details because yeah. we found our listener feedback is that people actually go and make these drinks after we like give them the recipes and they do their own yeah yeah variations know, dad drinking session yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah sometimes they improve them sometimes they try to improve them. sure but uh, it's pretty good so what about the um so so when I when I hear about punches I hear that there's five components right right you need to have a strong component which is the liquor. Which is your sailor Jerry. Sure, right? sure. The weak component, which is sometimes water, sometimes tea. What did you In this case, in it's this? a simple syrup. I mean, you take, you let this, uh, the peels muddle in the sugar for about an hour out on the counter. Then you dip in uh, three cups of hot water. Not boiling, but hot. Okay. Let that sort of turn into simple syrup and cool it. And then you add it to your liquid. Okay, so that also then accomplishes the sweet component of the five. Components. For the sour, you got a cup a half of a cup and a half of lemon. Right, lemon. Juice. and then yeah. what are, what goes into the spice component? That's the fifth component. So of you kind of get the spiced rum, the spice okay. from the spiced rum there. Okay, so so you didn't have any additional no spices additional spice added. no, but I mean, Jerry was enough for you. I could see some bitters in this or something like that it would be great. Shit. You know, 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like a little, punch. like a little Creole bitter. Yeah, for sure. Type thing. For like sure. Peixes. Uh, I don't know. I, I, for I'm, sure. I wish yeah. they had like an Old Bay style bitter. Ooh, we should personally. make one. I think Ooh. that'd be pretty interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll brand it. Definitely Jason more summary it. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Anyone listening? Sick. Don't steal it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, well, well. So the reason I I ask about those components is because when I was doing my my history research, um, I read in David Wondrich's book. Uh, not Woodrich, Wondrich. Wondrich. Right. Uh, the Philly way would be Woodrich. Woodrich. Yeah, Woodrich. Um, that Wooder. He, he talked about the origins of punch. And the punch um, origins that he could find pointed to India. And that India was the origin of a punch. And the, the reason it was is because the word punch, or oh, however you say it in Hindi, um, means five. And there's five essential components, which we just talked about. Something strong, something weak, something sweet, something sour, something blue, something borrowed. No. Uh, That's something else. Yeah. Something (laughs) spicy. A a little bit of spice, right? And really what the punch was was an original sesh tail. Yeah. It was. It was supposed to be... Hashtag sesh tail? Hashtag sesh tail. -tail. That's our thing. But but the, the, the reason it's a sesh tail is because you add the weak, right? Because a lot of people don't want to add water or add soda or add something to their drink because they think it's gonna dilute or mess with the flavor. But these drinks are made with the intention of people drinking them over the course of a long period of time. They're hanging out on the Delaware River, for example, at a social club formed in 1732. Yeah. a lot of contemporaries of our first president, George Washington. Before Hamilton, the musical. Yes, before before <laughs> Alexander Hamilton uh, came on the scene, right? And by the way, he only had one shot. So, he, so he didn't, wait a second. He didn't so, miss. so it was seventy thirty two. Kind of a good was, singer, Jim. There was Thanks, more man. than there was. I'm more. not. <laughs> don't, Sorry. Throw, don't throw away your shot, Jim. Yeah, don't throw, this this could be your shot. <laughs> by the way, there's uh, a million things you have I, I don't really listen to. Broadway show tunes very much, but I listened to that soundtrack on the way out to Dayton, Ohio, and back. It's fucking great. It's great. There's a lot of references to Eminem. There's a lot of references to Nas. Right. There's Mob a lot Deep. Of, yes, Mob Deep. There's, there's yeah, like these great. It's, it's it's an homage. It's amazing. Like I really, I, Lin-Manuel Miranda could have been my friend back in like high school when we were. He's just gonna be my like, friend. He's gonna <laughs> cast me in his next Latino film. the roof. Fiddler on the roof. Violinista in a techo. I can see it, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Dude, I'm not throwing away my shot. No. Yeah. no. Let's get back to this fucking punch. So anyway, Fuck. so... so, so. <laughs> this fucking punch is doing a number on me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really fuerte. Yeah. Yeah. We're speaking in tongues. So, so, the, um, so on the Delaware River, which is one of the two rivers that kind of border the Philadelphia region. Yeah. Right? North of Philly, back in the colonial days, they had a uh, castle-esque edifice. Wait, are we are we talking about the right river? It's Delaware. Yeah. I thought it was in Schuylkill. No, dog. No. It was on the Delaware. Fuck. Like, yeah. Sorry. Okay. It's okay. But, but, Schuylkill's but so, dirtier. It yeah. is gross. I swam in the Schuylkill once. What? Yeah, Philly triathlon. Did you yeah. have to get any shots? No, no. But, Did but you actually... throw away those shots? <laughs> If I, if I had to get those shots, I would have gonna not throw away. thrown away those shots. <laughs> I'm going to get a scholarship to keep college. All right, let's, so, let's so get back to this. So anyway, so, so these guys that were uh, local bon vivants in Philadelphia um, back in the early 1700s decided that they were But also to... intellectuals and luminaries. Yeah, I mean, obviously they were Definitely. Renaissance men, Yeah. right? And they, they started a social club. Uh, on the Delaware River that was um, called the uh, Fish House. Yeah. Right? And it was in the castle, and they, they decided that they would secede from the United Kingdom and create their own society. Right? It was it was all a joke. Right? But they called themselves citizens. Members of the club were citizens. Uh, the leader of the club was the governor. The second-in-command was the lieutenant governor, much like we have today in states. And they created some type of drink that um, eventually made George Washington um, have a three-day hangover. And George Washington wrote about this in his memoirs. He called it the state on the... Oh, state in the Schuylkill. It may have been the Schuylkill, not the Delaware. It was yeah, definitely it was, the Schuylkill. It was the fucking Schuylkill, It's man. in Wikipedia. Shit. Wikipedia can't be trusted. 
It, if it's in Wikipedia, it's true because Wikipedia is on the internet, and if it's on the internet, it must be true. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this now. It has to um, be this Google. It's gotta be this. The Delaware's not. It's cool, man. It's not. But although no. they crossed over it, I thought it was a good connection with George Washington crossing it eventually <laughs> to, to bring yeah, it. Yeah, but you go to Washington like, Crossing now, and it's just like, like a bunch Hope, of rich dude. people like eating bagels and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what's right. tight though? Lambert. We're gonna have to restart I this whole podcast. Lambertville. Lambertville is fucking yeah. tight, dude. It's charming. Yeah, it's charming as it's fuck. It's totally adorable. Yeah, it's like I I don't even want to buy the antiques. It's, I just want to look at them. I know, I love it. Yeah. I'm really fired up now that I, I messed this up. You didn't mess it up. I did. No, you're fine. Anyway, you're fine. So, so so let's pretend it's on on um, Boathouse Row. Yeah. Let's okay. go back. Everyone just erase what I said. It's a little <laughs> north of Boathouse Row. It's on Boathouse Row. There's a little island there. Yeah. It's on that island. Is yeah. that where it is? It is. Why didn't you correct me back in the day? I thought I'd try. tried. I tried. I'm sorry, man. I was it's trying, okay. to, I was dude, trying cool, to steer dude. the fucking. I'm sad. <laughs> Don't be sad. Don't be sad. Anyway, so the point is. The point is. Who, point. Care, who cares where the hell the fort was? The point is, they made this drink that we're yeah. drinking now, and it made everyone that drank it way messed up, including us, right? However, however, George Washington once said that it gave him a three-day hangover. I can see that happening to me tonight. Yeah. Part of the story that I heard was that George Washington was a very thorough journalist. He made a diary of his daily excursions, whatever. I should start doing that. And he makes this entry where he's going to meet this these uh, fish house guys on the Schuylkill. He writes about it, and then there's no entry for three days. <laughs> so he's, he's, this hangover really does a number on him. <laughs> or he got so wasted that he spilled his ink and lost exactly. his quill. Yes, yeah. his quill was lost in the <laughs> rapids, and his <laughs> his ink was on order from Boston. Yeah. Um, so, so, so the interesting thing, other than me screwing up a history lesson for the first time in sixteen episodes, dude, um, it's cool. My seventh grade teacher, Mrs. Jeffries, used yeah. to fall asleep in class. I had she a, straight up fell asleep. So, like, so and I started had, snoring. It was fucked up. I had a. You know what's uh, fucked up? I used to love Greg Jeffries. Yeah. Remember he was yeah. on the Mets. They left fielder. At like eighty. He played for the Phils oh, too. He was like a. He was like a shortstop. Well, so when he got to the Phils, he was a left fielder. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. They just hey, I wrote. Out there. When, did you do this when you were a kid? Um, you actually wrote to the players asking for autographs. I never did that. I used to do that a lot. The only person that ever responded to me was Greg Jeffries with an auto pen. Signature. Wow. He sent it back That's to my house. Awesome. That's tight, cool. dude. Yeah. Show me that, dude. I I, I mean, I think that, it's at my parents' house. You need house. that for some BTS. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Greg Jeffries behind that. the scenes will make this. I fucking love Greg Jeffries, He's man. amazing. He's the best. <laughs> he Although, was really kind of a nerd, actually. Once my, like, seventh grade English teacher, her son was in, like, Saudi Arabia in the army, and we sent him, like, a care package and he brought me back a Saudi Arabian Pepsi that was fucking cool that's awesome they taste different right it was I didn't open it dude I didn't drink that shit I kept it as a souvenir it's fucking great so so one of the um, one of the things that what are you doing man I'm taking a picture of myself okay alright selfie selfie I'm taking BTS selfies alright cool BTSS's I got it I got it I got it um so, so George Washington said that he had a three-day hangover, as you've corroborated. Even though I mess up the first part, the second sure. part is proven to be true. It's proven because Varney has blessed it. It's um, I blessed it. <laughs> so, so, so the thing about the three-day hangover um, jives well with a uh, listener, uh, Keith S. Keith J. Right? Is that his name? That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. S. Keith J. He just had a baby. Yeah, he did. S. Keith J. S. Keith J. At SKJ, he's the man. By the way, do you have a social media presence? I do, at Varney Photo. Okay, how do you spell Varney? V-A-R-N-E-Y? Yeah. Awesome. No underscores or anything like that? No. Website? VarneyPhoto.com, JasonVarney.com. Awesome. Google me. That's great. Google him. Check him out. Also, S. Keith J. He'll probably check you out. He's one of our great listeners. We love him. He's our number one fan. We should probably get him on. He probably should come on at some point. Yeah. Uh, Maybe in season two. Yeah. Season um, two. Epic. <laughs> That's something I just thought of right now. So we're going to stop for the summer so I can go to the beach and uh, maybe pick it up in the fall. No? 
Jim's humble bragging that he has a shore house. It's not oh, mine. Shit, man. <laughs> it's not mine. It's my family's. Anyway. Which means that it's yours. What shore? No, I have very many siblings. Anyway, so S. Keith J. Ocean City. Had, a, had an issue Brownstone. that he wanted us to talk about. Right? And the issue was... <laughs> I'm just going to ignore you guys. Yeah. The issue was, how do you deal with a hangover as a dad? Okay, and I'm gonna ask Varney first because he has the youngest Oof. child here of all three of all of yes. Yeah. How do I deal? Yeah. How do how do you? How I do think you behind do every good dad is a good mom. I agree. And uh, there's no way to hang over without the mom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's actually actually yeah. my advice yeah. to ask Keith J is that like. We go out and one of us basically decides not to get blackout drunk. Yeah, I think um, I've only done this once, and it was because I had to go to a wedding solo. My wife could not attend. This is recent. She got food poisoning. Ooh, oh, that's a bummer. It was for real. It was no excuse, bullshit, whatever. <laughs> we How do you get food poisoning in the United States of America? I don't know, dude. It was the romaine thing, maybe. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Something. E. <laughs> yeah, it was something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so there was definitely a little bit of a hangover situation there. Yeah. Not too proud of it, but uh, it was a, a good night was had yeah. by a dad. And that's deserved every once in a while, too, you know? No, it's true. I mean, listen, you, you, you earn that, right? Yeah. I, I normally just power through. My, my rally capabilities are... They're, they're pretty strong. I'd say you're the best in the league Un- at that. Yeah. Unmatched. I dad league is like you and then everyone else way below you. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, I feel like I just know that um, I, I can't, I can't tap out. No. No. No, it's... Some of the tips that I like to, to provide to people are uh, you take a multivitamin and like two or three hat fills before you go to bed. Yeah. Drink a ton of water. Chug water, chug. Yeah, you just Got take it. a ton of water, yeah. and then that will at least make you just a little fuzzy and not disgusting the I, next morning. I've taken to two to three pints of water in rapid succession. Um, and how about and, do you time yourself? I could, I'm imagining, yeah. I'm imagining you like in a <laughs> Royal Tenenbaums like stopwatch situation, <laughs> <laughs> like Ben Stiller, like no, not fast enough, no, no, no tracksuit he's got to get it down man he's got to get it down maybe like a handful of doritos or something yeah <laughs> but uh s keith j uh you're in for some turbulent times s keith j don't do it for a while though dude yeah, yeah it's really yeah. i think i think he did it and he's like oh, what should shit. i do that's why he asked yeah. for our advice yeah it's a cool i mean you can recover from this man yeah, they won't <laughs> remember. Yeah, don't do it again. I think this kid's only like three months old, so there's no, no way yeah, the kid knows. No. But his wife may remember. Yeah, yeah but but maybe but not if you're drinking fish. You've probably punch. made it up to her by now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, ask EJ. Here's another tip: don't drink fish house punch at a party yeah. in rapid succession at yeah. Jason Varney's house. Yeah. So wait, so so what are we drinking tonight? We're drinking fish house punch, man. Was that right? We already talked about it. Did we talk about the tasting notes yet? Not really. All right, so let's fucking get into tasting right, notes. Let's do it. Ooh, that wasn't delightful. on my list. I missed that one. Yeah, dog. Thanks, come man. on. Sorry. We gotta, we gotta get yeah. into. The, we get, this. We have to let the people know why they should, why this is worth the three day hangover. Seriously, though. Okay. All I right. mean, honestly. So, 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 guys, Jason actually was gracious enough to bring the fish house punch to the recording studio. Speaking um, of of bringing. Yeah. I love. I love bringing, like, you know how Philly has so much BYOBs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the art of bringing needs to be a little bit more transferred to the cocktail. Yeah, you know what? This is something I actually learned from my wife's grandmother. She she would show up to a BYOB with, like, a bottle of vodka. Yeah, we used to, so when Lolita first opened up, we would roll up with a bottle of tequila and a case of beer. Yeah, for sure. And they would they would mix it up, do whatever, you know. But there's something special about like pre-batching a cocktail. Negroni is great for this. Yeah. You know, or something. So Alaspina. Yeah. R.I.P. Alaspina, but like yeah. they had the the Negroni on draft. Right. right. And I love a Negroni. Right. Exactly. But like that's brilliant. The batch cocktail is the awesome. more the more 
the more the cocktail is like pure booze, the easier it is to batch and bring. Yeah. But like you can like I've brought this today in bottles, you know, like you can pre batch this, bring it to a restaurant, something. There's something gentlemanly about like a the, a cocktail in general. Yeah. And my favorite like gentlemanly move is to bring it to a BYOB. You're serving it to your you know, your guests, your party. You ask for an extra glass, send one to the chef. That's awesome. Pro yeah. move. I love Pro that move. move every time. Dude, that's a solid move. Because, like, I mean, we talked about, like, art, science, the, just, like, a, a chef's or, or a bartender's, it's always appreciated. Like, just, like, desire to, like, just, like, you know, make it nice, right? Yeah. I love it's that. A, it's a little way of saying thank you. I'm here. I love what you're doing. Here's a nod to that, you know? That's a great idea. Yeah. That's Pro move. Brilliant, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. So what would a yeah. what would a chef or bartender that you gave this drink to think of, of this drink? What's the notes for you? Ooh. Or for him. It's a little spicy, a little citrusy, a little sweet. Yeah. You know? So you're tasting all five components. Um, you're t- you're definitely tasting everything. So what I'm getting, um as we you know It's got a lot of aromatics, you know? Delve deeper into this bacchanalia. And honestly, I I would thank you for referencing that. I might um, I might run up and actually grab some bitters to maybe okay. just do a little like like Taste bitter float. That'd be interesting. But um, you know what I'm catching now that like I didn't realize, even though I should have, but I'm also super ignorant, is the peach. There's like mm-hmm. in addition totally. to the spice finish, there's a peach finish, and I love that totally. because I love like peaches. Peach is not a thing that you really no. catch unless you're drinking a fuzzy navel. No. So here's the thing too. Yeah. Is that uh, you are of Mexican descent, correct? I am. Yeah. Yes, my the goat, my wife, she claims that peaches, plums, other types of uh, stone fruits, stone fruits are quote unquote white people fruits, and maybe that's don't interesting feel because as my a, my wife, mm-hmm. who is, is white a white as it person, gets, yeah, she's, she's a weta, yeah. beautiful, <laughs> yes. like the best, yeah. absolute best, yeah. but hates peaches. Really? And now my kids this don't like peaches. The goat's mind. I love peaches. What? You're yes. trying. You're flipping the script. I had a, a little fresh squeezed peach juice in this. Dude, it would it would fucking it'd be murder. Very good. It would, it would murder. Really accentuate it, yeah. and it would make us even worse than we are right now. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. That's amazing. So you're gonna go up and do that. My my notes are only that um, I, I got when I initially drank it. It tasted like a melted beautiful sweet tart interesting um, yeah which I love sweet tarts it was candy in a glass for yes. sure but it was like the 18th sweet tart you eat in the movie theater where you're like oh do I want another sweet tart yes I do oh no I don't a little oh. burn there's yes. like some shit going on in your yeah. mouth yeah, yeah it like gives you the um, like kind of like the uh, that A1 commercial right gets you right here no that's <laughs> here. that's like the uh, that's the the salsa right New York yeah. City yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was it was more like it was in the back of the mouth. I got like that film of the sour. Um, well, I, on, right I actually I love the the tartness of it. Yeah, it's I love very, the tartness of it. And that 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 may be the lemon wheel. That, I don't know if we mentioned that was the garnish. Um, we did not. And we put it in the rocks glass. We didn't mention that either. We no. did not. <laughs> We've got this is a disaster. We didn't mention our cubes either. We've gone straight like well, so, refrigerator so we cubes. We have, we, have we have a. Um, That's cool. We have a an anti giant cube uh, policy on this podcast. Really? Yes, okay. because Marcos is uh, anti giant cube, except at Pelago's pop up where they solved the riddle. I'm I'm half giant. If we can cut the giant cube, there's and something. Have, okay, so and have not length okay. but let's okay. talk about the giant cube because the giant this cube. is actually okay, like so a thing that we talked about. I've learned about. something this about the giant cube. Uh, Two parter. So I'm gonna go get the bitters. All right, all right, do it. But so in the giant cube. I've learned something. Hold on, you need to hear this. All right. So, handling a giant cube itself starts the melting process. So in a drink where, you know, the water actually helps, like something in an old-fashioned, where you want to dilute a little bit, handling the, the giant cube, breaking it with the spoon, you know, the back of the spoon, and sort of starting that process activates everything and gets it going. So there's a little beautifulness that happens to that in that process. Jesus. That's amazing. 
Dude, this knowledge is fucking ridiculous. I learned that from Keith Ramondi. Wow. Yes, dude, we talked about it. We talked the about it. Keithness, dude. I, I, Keithness. I, Keithness. Fuck. I fucking miss you. I love you. Keithness. You just gave the Come uh, back from Buffalo, Keith. The hashtag blessed hand yeah. sign. Handsomest man in show business. So, I'm going to go get the bitters. Okay. While well, you do the bitters. Should I, no, go ahead. Should I get the Peychaud's or the Angos? Angos. Yeah? Both. Get them both. Fuck yeah. it. We'll try it out. Let's get crazy. Taste test this shit. So, so Varney, um, we always do this thing on this show. Okay. Where we talk about what kind of dad drinks this particular drink. Yeah. And I feel like you, more than anyone, since you brought this to us, you plied this upon us, and you basically obliterated us with this. <laughs> I can't even say obliterated. Obliterated us with this drink um, that you should tell us. But I, I got to tell you, one of the things that um, I think is pretty funny, listener Kevin told me that one of his favorite things to do about this podcast is playing it at half speed. So that wow. we sound more drunk than we actually are. Fuck. Um, it's hilarious in the beginning. I'll he try said, and by say the, this in slow mo for you. That would be hilarious, right? But anyway, <laughs> so so what kind of dad do you think drinks the Fish House Punch of Philadelphia from it's, the Schuylkill? Yeah. Not from the Schuylkill, not, not the, Delaware. the Delaware. Sorry, Delaware. Yeah. Washington crossed the Delaware. He got crossed up by the Schuylkill. Right. 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 There you for go. For sure. I gotta say, it's like, it's like, the, it's not a kind of dad, it's the off-duty dad, you know? You can't, you can't have responsibilities drinking this drink. I, you know? Like, 100% agree with it's you. It's gotta be, like, I chose this for my Thanksgiving family event, you know? I knew there was gonna be parental... Handlers. Yeah, handlers, yeah. Child handlers. Child handlers, <laughs> you know? I wasn't gonna be in full responsibility, you know? So, it's gotta be, you know... You gotta have a support system for this drink. <laughs> I agree one hundred percent. That's why I love family events, because there's there's always somebody there. It's like, oh my god, please don't touch my child. Please don't touch your own child. Go to bed. <laughs> I hope you're just talking about hugs and stuff. That's that's pretty. Uh... No, come on. no, no. Of course. <laughs> Come Sorry. on. So no, I agree. That's the, fucked up. The dude. dad, the dad who drinks this is very bacchanal, right? Right. To mention a word you use early bacchanal, yeah. Right. He he is the guy that creates the secret party drink that makes everyone really messed up, and then he he revels in the uh, the, the 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 ridiculous. Exactly. He's exactly. the he's the guy. It's the kind that... of thing you like put a bottle on the counter. You don't tell anybody what you it see is. what happens. You see what happens. Yeah. yeah. It's like the one of the ants gets a little crazy that yeah. wouldn't normally drink, and right, like, exactly. The drinkers really, really get into it and really drink, you know. Yeah. And, and this dad also he keeps beads in his pocket just in case, right? Like he wants to throw some beads at crazy Aunt Laura who uh, drinks Maybe too he much. Does. Yeah. Maybe he does. Right. He 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 wants them to show him some stuff. Did you just add some some bitters in mine? I did. Sorry, man. Yeah. So so the punch. That's a very good uh, transition, Barney. So the punch, we added a little bit of bitters to the second bottle of punch that uh, Jason was so kind as to bring. Wow. And the bitters we used were Peychaud's. It's punchier. Would you Would you like to try a little Angos or orange bitters? Give me it. The Peychaud's were good. I feel like it, it balances it out a little bit. It's a little cherrier, you know? Yeah. Little... Angos is... Patience is pretty tasty. So, Marcus, do you have any more on the dad that likes to drink this, or do, should we go right to the fast cash? Oh shit, fast cash! I think we, I think we might be ready for the fast cash. Let's run on that music. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, Jason, if you're not familiar with this, and I know you listen to every single one of our episodes, um, I have. But uh, we like to ask, uh, kind of like a quick fire challenge. Do uh, it. Shout out. Tom Colicchio, but we do it. We call it fast casual. All right. Um, so, so, Marcus, do you have anything, or do you want me to go first? I got one. Go. All right. So, knowing knowing the chef community, knowing the Concha Hawking community, who wins in a fight? Hmm. Jason Chikonsky or Chip Roman? 
Ooh. It's a dirty question. It's a little dirty. I'm Sorry. With, first gonna, thing. First thing I'm going to Chip. Ooh. I'm going to go with Chip. Chip's my neighbor. Okay. Does he live on Barren Hill, too? He lives off Barren Hill. I don't want to disclose anybody's <laughs> addresses. So, so, yeah. sm- so, small world. I work yeah. with a guy that worked what? with a guy what? that knows... Chip Roman, they're like no, you didn't. fishing buddies. <laughs> no, like they're doing, fishing I, buddies and everything. I feel and like it, doing the. Uh, so, so here's another funny thing. Chip's probably fishing right now. He must be. Dude loves fucking fishing. Pura vida, he's right? He's an amazing fisherman. He's a salt life dude. He's invited me to fish many can. times. If and you I've go, not been able to go. It if sucks. you go, I will go. We should go. Let's go. Because what's funny is I see Chip. Chip, at, we're coming to fish with you. <laughs> so I see him at the at the ice skating rink. I saw him at a communion fucking thing at St. Philip Neary. A communion? Yeah, well, I think his kids were getting communionized. Yeah, yeah, they were seeing the, the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, so what's funny is, so, so Chip, I think maybe recognizes me because I'm Fidel Gastro, but Chip. like he doesn't really recognize me, so he always looks at me and like cross-eyed, he's like, uh, I should know you. <laughs> like we should high five. Just say hi to him. Chip's fucking awesome. No, dude, Chip's rad, dude. Chip's the best. Chip's super rad. Actually, we went to uh, Micah when he was still Micah ing, yeah. and um, I love Micah. And I did like a little like Instagram post. I was like, dude, shit was so tight. And then some fucking asshole was like, oh, the service was slow and the duck was what? cold and. And it's like, yo, dog, this isn't what social media is for. Like, no. like, what are you going to do? Like, get into politics now? Like, no. You you do this to fucking prop up your boys. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And he makes fucking great food. He does make great food. It's a great I think chef. Jason's He's a, a little dude. bit better looking than him. But, um, I, I don't know, maybe yeah. Chip's more rugged. Jason, Jason, might, Jason might win prettier. a beauty contest. Yeah. But do you think he... Uh, Chip's Jason, like a little Jason scrappier. Jason can whip Chip with his hair. It might distract him. Mm, he might distract him. It's like Jason's more of like a guile, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can. Oh, you can. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I, I don't know. He might yeah. have that. Like 10 people got that reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that. It's Everybody got that reference because. <laughs> I'm like lacking some ice in my drink. No, let me get some ice. Give me some ice. So, 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 <laughs> so next, next question. Um. Fish house punch with ice or without ice? Oh, ice for sure. Fuck okay, it. ice it up. All right. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I'm, I don't know about the fridge ice. You I, need the big cube. I, I like the cube, but broken up. Yeah. Break it up. It's a. It's a. It's a conversation. I got. I got to get. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually... nobody's like, "Wow, this is cool fridge ice." You know? <laughs> Usually down here we just let the let the drinks speak for themselves. But yeah, you know, yeah. if you need if you no, need ice cool. to make your drinks speak, it's fine. It's okay, good. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay, so so podcast studios. Do you need full service or part service? What kind of service are we talking about? Uh, I think Jason needs a green room. He does. Green he room. Need, he needs fresh napkins. He needs fresh, fresh napkins. napkins. I need cubed fucking good ice. cubed ice. I mean, <laughs> just come on. What is this fucking fridge ice bullshit? <laughs> No, but let's... at least you didn't give me a warm beer. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Johnny Mac. We could yeah. have we could have given you one. They were warm at the beginning of this nonsense. No, so That's so I actually I I I'm actually double fisting right now. I got a harpoon IPA and some fish house punch. Respect. Like my twelfth fish house punch. So I'm lucky I'm fucking talking right now. It's all good. So I um. Let's go back to uh, shooting shooting bands and and just kind of shooting, shooting what you bands, like to. Yeah. So. So that's what you set out to do. Have you shot any bands? I've shot lots of bands. Yeah? Um, Who's your favorite? Or who is, I guess, who was the most gracious? And then who was the biggest dick? Yes. Ooh. Let's put some people on. I haven't shot any, I haven't really shot any dicks. Really? Yeah. Not bands. Artistically. Yeah. Yeah, 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 not actual penises. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, not actual dicks or like. People being dick. Yeah. Um, 
I did I had this gig for a while where I was shooting like music interviews and live performances for Yahoo Music. Okay. In between, sort of like end of college, st- sort of starting out career wise. So that's um that's like the Strokes. It's clap like, your hands, say yeah. Uh, a little a little before that, it was like Radiohead. The darkness. Hell thief era. Yeah, man, that was yeah, a great shit. era. I loved. Yeah, Hell that was thief. a good one. So I got to shoot Radiohead. That's before Andy got that was, stupid. That was pretty cool. I love it. You know, I spent the day with Tom York and Johnny Greenwood in the, at Electric Ladyland Studios in New York. That's fucking yeah. so I saw rad. Tom York by himself, me and one other person in a room. Tom York was playing After the Gold Rush on piano. What did he eat? <sighs> I didn't see him eat anything. He doesn't eat? No, I don't know if he eats. He never eats. He just eats. fucking, like, he worries about plays aliens. and shakes. And he worries about I didn't aliens. see him eat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a special guy. That's so, pretty cool. So, so shooting, shooting rock stars. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, so I, ha- I have a little bit of a history in this. So, like, in high school, actually, sort of my history goes back that this guy, Ron Galella, lived in my hometown. And he was a famous paparazzi photography. HBO actually made a documentary about him called Smash His Camera. It's what <laughs> Jackie Onassis said to him. Smash his camera. And uh, wow. he, he had a restraining order from her. Marlon Brando punched him in the face. He wore a this football guy was helmet. In hometown. He was in my hometown, Montville, New Jersey, representing Go Mustangs. <laughs> um, so he actually saw my that work. Fist in pump, a, that fist yeah, pump yeah, was, yeah. was sincere. It was like, sincere. You actually yeah. meant Go Mustangs. That's I amazing. It. I meant it. I fucking <laughs> felt that. Um, yeah, I used to be an athlete. So I mean, What sport did you play? I was soccer and lacrosse. Yeah, lax, bro. I love lax. lax. How many pennies do you still have? No pennies. No. I wish I had some fucking pennies. Pennies are basically one of the foundations of this podcast. Yeah, there was pennies. I was joking about pennies. Pre-penny was shirts and skins. That's fucking not yeah. kosher anymore. <clears throat> I'm trying to make Danny play lacrosse. That'd He's be awesome. kind of into it, but it's cool, dude. Dude, I love lacrosse. Lacrosse is the fucking best sport. Here's the thing, yeah. man. I'm a baseball guy, and we, we uh, butt heads on seasons. I think lacrosse seems pretty exactly. cool. Exactly. It was either soccer. Yeah. Or you know what else I butted heads with? What? Drama season. Oh, I had to, I had to skip a musical senior year so I could play lacrosse because I was more into broing out. I, I did. I did. I kind of so regret it. You were more of a bro than a drama queen. Uh, no, I was more of a drama queen than a bro, but I had to fucking emulate that bro fucking culture. Uh, you felt pressured? Of course, dude. Of Have course you ever you. felt pressured to, to conform to uh, societal standards in your art? No. no. No, dude. That's great. Always, always fucking do my thing. That's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. And I, so- wait, I, I can't wait to get to the BTS. This guy is amazing. His, his <laughs> outfit is rad. I have a fucking rad outfit. That's for sure. <laughs> no, but that's actually, that's, that's, a great, that's a great question. I mean, um, thank you. I thought so too. It's, it's been interesting. I'm very blessed in a sense that I've, I get hired to do what I do, you know? Yeah. People don't say like, oh, we need you to like, you know, do this thing. No, you get poetic yeah. license. Like no, you, your cool. work speaks for itself. Yeah. No, it's, it's a very, very cool thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm very you know, proud to be at that, Quick, that place. Fast casual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you could travel to one country in the world, where would it be right now? If we left right now. Fuck. Let's go to Italy, eat, and come back. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, That's for fair. sure. Let's do it. Go to I, fucking Rome or something? I would say Japan, because I've never been there. I've never been to Japan either. I want to go. The one sure. time I was in Japan was the fucking earthquake, and it sucked balls. Because that then sucks. It was like We couldn't do anything, because it was like, oh, we're going to die. Earthquakes are scary. Earthquakes right? are like, garbage. What dude. was the uh, what was the Richter on that one? Uh, it was like nine points. Damn, you were there for that? That's yeah, a dude, crazy that was a, Richter, the big dude. one. Yeah, dude, it was uh, 2011. That's like that a Richter, you Richter. Knew an asshole. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in uh, the Palm Springs earthquake in 1992. That was like 7.4. I was and in I, that. that was pretty wasn't scary. there like a Philly earthquake? Yes. Like, for a minute, like yeah. Well, so the crazy thing about that, that earthquake was yeah. like, like, power of social media, right? Like people were tweeting about it in the Mid Atlantic area, and they were like, "Oh my god, earthquake!" And we we're like, "What the fuck?" Because like, I, yeah. I remember I was sitting in my office. I was like, "Was that? Did I just feel? Did something? someone fart?" Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Or toot. Exactly. You, 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 you say toot. So, so I started toot with my daughter. Yes. <laughs> my daughter fucking toot. And then when you start potty training, it's going to be tinkle. Tinkle. So, so, so taking a piss turns into, I got a tinkle. If you, if you toot when you tinkle, maybe sit there for a little while longer. Yeah, oh, shit. Exactly. Yeah. But then I we totally. that. She actually, she like, she hasn't told us that she has to go, but she told us that she has gone. Yeah, yeah. So we're at that point. Like she's like, I did approve. That's pretty. That's pretty good yeah. for twenty months. That's actually that's not bad. Yeah. My kids used to say, "I'm doing privacy," <laughs> and then all of a sudden I would smell shit. <laughs> and be like, "Oh my god!" And it was you. And then it was me. <laughs> Do no. privacy. I like the dad part that brings. Yeah. So it sort of comes back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm doing. So I'm gonna bring I'm, back I'm, some dad shit. I'm doing privacy. It's like. You need a minute? Yeah, no, we got you. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's always about privacy. Yeah. So, so, should we shut it down? Yeah, let's I'm gonna wrap it up. Like, <clears throat> our toddler child needs to wrap up that crap that they're taking off in the corner. Thanks again to Jason Varney for stopping by the studio. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Varney Photo. You can check out his exhibit at Drexel University's Paul Peck Gallery. That's on 32nd and Market Streets. You can follow Dad Drinking on Instagram and Twitter at Dad Drinking. You can live stream this podcast at daddrinking.com. Also check out some super sweet photos taken by yours truly. That's me, Marcos Espinoza, at Fidel Gasgro. You can try and follow Jim Cosgrove at JF Cosgrove 9 but you gotta ask. And please subscribe, leave reviews. Uh, five stars are preferable, but three stars are okay. Keystone 72 on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Oh, also, thanks to our sponsor, Side Project Jerky. Order now at sideprojectjerky.com. <laughs>